You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and I'm here today with Fumi Ogosamo from Valley of Joy Home Care. Fumi, uh, thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, awesome. All right. So why don't you start out giving us a little background about you um, and your experience as a nurse? What kind of nurse are you? And then we'll talk about how you got into home care. So I've been a nurse since 2012. Um, I started out as an LPN, then I went back to school to become an RN in 2017. I graduated from MedLife um, School of Nursing in Florida. And um, from there, in 2017, after my graduation, I actually joined. Um, I started thinking about being a nurse. And when I was an LPN, I've worked in a nursing home um, with people with dementia, message units. Um, I've worked in the hospital when I was in nursing school, down St. Luke's, uh, St. Luke's Hospital from 2007, 2007 to 2000, uh, I think 10. It was, five, it was uh, between three to five years. So from there, then I went back to school. So throughout my schooling, I was just working in nursing home. I work as a phlebotomist. I work as a CNA, then becoming an LPN. I started working as an LPN. I work, I did home care with Bayada and a couple of um, home care um, agencies. Then from there, and I started thinking about being my own um, entrepreneur, opening my own home care. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and that's nice that you had multiple different roles. So you, you had so many different perspectives to pull from as well. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so. Let me ask you this. So you went from being an RN and then you decided, um, was home care the only thing that you considered or were there other options of, of businesses that you were looking to start? Yes, because I, I think about home care first. The next thing, um, 20, I started in home care in 2017. I was considering adding uh, medical staffing because in nursing home and in the hospital, we always shot. Mm. And I start talking to my fellow colleagues. I'm like, you know, I think we can do something. We can do, but how can we help? Um, some of them say, oh, we can, we can do it with you. Some of them are like, no, you know, it's a stressful enough to work, <laughs> to work in an Austin home. And um, so we start working and just too much shortage. And in 2019, when COVID hit, it's like, no, I, I just, in a couple of places that I worked, I just find that I hardly need to do something my own little way. And that's when I started the value of joy medical staffing. Okay. So is your, um, is your business, is it home care or is it medical staffing? Both home care and medical staffing. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. I love this. Um, all right. So what, what were some of the challenges getting um, into home care? Was it easy or was, did you have to jump through some hoops? Oh yeah. I jumped a lot of hoops. <laughs> I started the home care is like, you know, when I get to their homes and I went to the community, senior centers, share my flyers, my card, and I start looking for, in the community, I just go, you know, home by home, I drop off my flyers. If you're looking for work, 
you know, this is new home care agency, we're gonna hire you. Getting people, getting staff to work was very challenging. It was really tough. I have to cover some cases in home care myself. You know, brought some of my nursing friends, some of my colleagues, and I just asked them to, you know, work with me and they cover shifts sometimes. But as a nurse, you know, home care aid doesn't really pay much. And they're like, no, we really have, our own. We, have we really have to go to work, try to put ad out there. So I put a lot of ad out there and just word of mouth. Then people start, family members start and talking to their family member, do you need a job? Value of joy is hiring. Is a new home care in our community. And that was it. That's why I started. My first engine was staffing. Okay. Um, and so you, you started you started out in staffing, um, and you, but you started adding um, home care services as well. No, I, I started home care, but getting people to work in home care was the challenge. Oh, I see, I see. So setting up the home care itself, um, was that difficult? Yeah, it was a little difficult. I have to just search for other um, avenues. I wanted to do it myself, and I know that I never have time. I won't have the time to do all of that all the paper legal work and all that. So I reached out, I did my research and I saw that there's a company that can actually do all of that. You know, you just have to know your policy and procedure, know what the state is required and yeah. So I did my research, I called the state and they gave me links of what to do, the steps to take to be able to open up um, um, the home care agency and to follow the compliance. And that's exactly what I did. Okay, so do they have like, so you're based out of, Florida, is that what you said? I'm based out of Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. Okay, so did Pennsylvania, um, do they have any kind of like limits, like a certain number, there can only be a certain number of home care agencies or was it that process fairly straightforward? Well, just straightforward, no. Okay, all right. So you uh, you do you just have to do the paperwork, have your policies and procedures and um, your company kind of mapped out and then you do apply for a license, is that how it works? apply for license and um, if you want to do a private pay or you want to do waiver. So I said that private pay, I don't think I'm going to be able to get more people. Um, but I started out first for six months, you know, have to wait for the state certification, get the waiver, get this. So it take a little while because there's other applicants. So I, when I got my waiver, we already in the system, in the county system. And they were able to, when they are looking for home care, our name is listed. So, and we start getting referrals. Okay. And to get referrals, um, is, has that been uh, a challenge for you? Has that been uh, straightforward? Yeah, it was a little challenge when I had a little challenge when I'm, you know, when I was still like private pay, when I was still waiting for my waiver to, waiver application to kick in. So I just, you know, telling people go to church and be able to get clients, didn't get enough clients, like maybe one or two or three people. But immediately, the waiver, you know, the CEO, MCOs are start, um, they start calling us, you know, start calling us and, and you know, giving us clients and showing us there's a client in your in, the, in your community. Are you able to pick him up? So we have a lot of when we have um, certification with Medicare, we got a lot of clients, a lot. Okay, so it's pretty much set up that you know if you set up the home care, um, there's clients that are like basically <laughs> waiting for you. Is that right? Yes, yes. Okay, okay, awesome. Um, and so what are, uh, in general, running a home care agency, 
what are kind of aside from medical staffing because I, I understand that's a problem but are there other like major issues that you have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis yes because one thing is that first of all if um it, 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 when they call it a staff couldn't go to the home care we have to look for coverage we cannot leave the client by themselves so again to get people to work some people will be like oh i have an emergency you know i can't go and you're looking for coverage to cover that. Sometimes I go in myself and cover the case where I'm looking for coverage. Sometimes most of the staff in the office, they have to jump in. So we make sure that everybody's trained in that aspect. Even though you are business office, whatever, sometimes we, we all go in and cover cases. You know, if the staff couldn't make it, it depends on what it is. Oh, during, well. during COVID, a lot of us, we, we supposed to work remotely um, most of the staff, they're like, we can't go. And they have their excuse, they couldn't go. All my office managers, everybody just went into and started doing home care during COVID, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Um, all right, and as a home care agency, do you have to offer services 24 seven or is that something that you choose to do? It's something that I choose to do. And you know, I put it 24 seven. So it depends on the client. Some clients might be from nine to five. Some clients, it depends on the hours. Some might be 24 hour care, which means you can have about three, three staff to cover that case, eight hour shift each, or have more staff, you know. Okay. And does, does Medicare pay well for these services? They do. Um, they started with I think 1872, and now I think they just made an increase. Um, they just passed, um, they just passed some laws that I think it should be a couple of dollars more. We don't know yet. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> um, okay. So is that something that you found yourself like really involved in um, the ongoings of Medicare and the intricacies of Medicare? Um, did you have to like, did you know about, not know about Medicare, but um, were you really well versed in Medicare before you started your home agency? Or is that something you've had to learn? Yeah, something it's you no know, we before I was thinking I'm well versed with Medicare, but when I started with them, they start sending us a lot of they make sure they put you make sure that you're up to date with your training. So I see that oh my God, I really have to learn a lot. So I learn as we go along. But the basis of it, the compliance, you know, what you have to do, this that we make sure that we know that before you even go in. That's exactly what I did. But with other trainings, if there's any change in pay rates. If there's any days, there's, they're adding a lot of stuff. And we just, they send us the newsletters. We have trainings, you know, like every every other month or something like that, just to keep up, make sure that we are, you know, doing the right thing. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds intense. <laughs> so you're doing trainings as well? I do train as well. I do. <laughs> All my staff, they do training. They keep the calendar for me. Oh, where there's a training coming up. I said, okay, then I'll jump in. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, okay. Was it hard to get uh, credentialed with Medicare and, and the insurance companies that you're with? No, not really. Because now we have them um, with Medicare. They will tell you before you even get certified, there's a training you have to go with OLTL. I will make sure we go to the training to teach us all the basis, everything you need to know. You know, um, EFT, when, when the employee go in, they have to clock in and out, make sure you're doing your billing correctly. And the first year, they're going to come out. They'll come out and, you know, check the whole thing, make sure everything, um, everything is going well. If there's any correction, they'll give you the correction. You do it, you submit it back. They want to, they actually want to see us grow. You know, they are there to help 24-7 if you have any questions. 
question I asked. Okay, yeah, that, that's nice to know because I, I think there's kind of this, um, I don't know, perspective or just, um, you know, you just have this sense that Medicare is out to get you, but it sounds like what you're saying, they're actually want you to be successful. <laughs> yeah, they will, yeah. If there's anything at all, they will tell you, just call us. They're humans just like us. Just give us a call. <laughs> they're human. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> have any questions or concerns, let us know. That's why we're here. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you think the uh, the field of like home care, is it like saturated? It seems like there's a lot of different companies out there. Mm -hmm. It's a, if the home care, I'm sorry. Do you think home care is saturated with agencies or do you think there's like a, you know, a lack of agencies out there? Um, I think we need more agencies. There's really lack of agencies. They really need more help. There's still most of our senior services, senior seniors that need help. And some of them, they don't even know how to go about it. I know a couple of people will call, please. My mom has dementia. My mom is here. I've been taking care of my mom my, you know, by myself. I'm tired. Please, do you have any resources we can? So we put them through. They don't know. Some people don't know. Some of them, they live by themselves. Mm -hmm. I call and say, please, you know, he wants to stay in his house or they talk to the clients and see that. They just don't want to stay home, but they don't know which avenue to take or how to get the services. Okay. You know? Um, so, you know, in addition to your, your flyers and cards that you started with, do you have to market at all or, or are cases just kind of referred to you on an ongoing basis? Yeah, I did have to market when I was private pay, when I had my private pay. Yeah, for okay. like for my Medicare kicks. In, okay. But, but now you don't really have to because you just get cases on a yes. constant basis. That's correct. Yes. So if you wanted to expand your business, would you be able to do that or I mean... Uh, I, I will, I will, I don't, we have enough cases. We're at your limit. <laughs> right now, focus more on the medical staffing, medical staffing. For home care, we have more than enough. You know, I'm even encouraging other nurses, please, we know as, you know, our communities need help. You know, you guys should just try to do something to your nurses, open up home care, do something. And two or three of them just started their home care, you know. Yeah, but now is the nursing home, nursing home, and I even also I'm, I do consulting for medical staffing to be able to get registered nurses, LPNs, CNA, get them in the facility as a medical staffing agency and start working because they need help. Okay, and how do you like help people with medical staffing? Like, what do you tell them that they need to do? So what I do is I go in there, get contract with hospitals, um, nursing home, dialysis centers. Then from there, before I even get the contract, I'll make sure that I have nurses. I staff nurses in seven states right now. Oh, wow. uh, uh, Florida, California, uh, um, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. So I just make sure, you know, I put it, I have my website and um, they'll go in there. And now we're making sure that they, they can apply online or they can just email us all their credentials, everything that they need, their PPD, their whatever the state requires, we send it to them, they send it to us. So I advertise more on medical staffing at this point. Yeah. Okay. And how do you um, determine um, if somebody is eligible to work for you? Do, they, do you have like a whole process set up for hiring? Oh yes, we're gonna make sure that they have all the paperwork, they have their, um, um, they have their, their nursing license have to be verified. 
they have everything, their PPD, their physical, make sure they are physically fit to do the job. And, you know, some people, you know, if you're in Florida, make sure that you have your, your Florida license is active. And we fill out the application, email it back to us, then we'll do verification. And we also do call your references, make sure that everything is okay. Run your background check. Yeah. All right, and let me ask you this, like, it, you know, aside from pay, because that's always a, a major issue in staffing, do you think there are other variables that make a job appealing or, um, you know, could really improve medical staffing if people focused on on that. I mean, I, I, again, I think pay would absolutely help, but anything else? Yeah, housing. Um, pay is oh. major. Is housing because some people might be in Florida, but they want to come to Pennsylvania. They want to travel with their family, and while they travel, they still want to have a job. So when I tell them, I take it. When you can, we have Airbnbs. I, I rent. I give them hotel stay. I give them Skyping. The Skyping is, you know, um, use it to pay for your hotel. So they was okay, the hotel is um, $500 a week. We give them $300 for, towards their hotel. So, and they're happy and they're paid great, you know. So from there, they can come in and say, okay, we want 13 with contracts. When they are coming, they bring the, all their family together while they stay and work. So housing is another thing. People, the traveling nurses need a place to stay, room and boarding. Right. Okay. All right. So you do medical staffing, you do consulting for medical staffing, and you run a home care agency. Is there anything else you do? <laughs> do you have time for anything else? <laughs> right now we are doing medical transportation. We are about to. We are just in the process. Probably in the next six weeks, it should be up and running. Oh my goodness. How do you find all the time and energy to do this? <laughs> I, I, just, I, just, I have good teams. They've been with me since I started um, home care. So I have solid teams and they will bring, when we have like board meetings, they'll be like, can we add this? Can we add that? And they know I'm a girl who do it. That's okay. Do a little and go for it. Yeah, I think that's uh, one of the keys too in business. And, um, you know, once you start something, you might not have like the complete solution. Like you start solving a problem and then all these other problems start coming at you that you have to solve too and then you get you know more and more and more businesses <laughs> out of all of the problems that keep coming at you right yeah yeah i love that um all right so what is kind of like the vision for you for valley of joy home care um you know how do you see it growing or where would you like to see it go um and then um let me say five to ten years i want value of joy to have like um what they call it, a nursing home of their own, whereby uh, the clients, they, all these clients are like our family. You know, most of them already asked me, it was one client um, two years ago, she's been with me since 2017. And she asked me, she said, why don't you have a nursing home? I want to live with you. I just want, <laughs> she was my friend. Please, why don't you have a place that, you know, I just want to see you every day. I said, Miss Maggie, it's okay. I will make it happen. So that word is still at the back of my mind. I'm like, I can't even imagine what it would take to start a nursing home. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Awesome. I love that. Um, that is such a, a grand plan. Uh, I've never heard somebody say they're going to start a nursing home. So like, um, I think that is awesome. And, you know, I'd, I'd love to see that happen. What part of Pennsylvania are you in? I'm in Allentown, PA. Oh, I'm Allentown. Okay, I'm in Philly. Um, 
All right. So if people want to learn more about your home care agency, medical staffing, medical transportation, or your nursing home that's coming, <laughs> how can they find you? Yeah, they can Google me in Valley of Joy Home Care. Now we're building a website. Right now, they're going to include everything. Everything is going to be included in the website. And that will be in less than three weeks. It should be up and running. Awesome. Okay. Um, well, Fumi, thank you so much for sharing this with us today. This was really interesting. And um, I mean, you're clearly a very energetic and motivated person. So, you know, thank you for doing this, um, you know, for our elders and the Medicare patients. So thank you, Katsi. Appreciate it. Thank you.